and welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Jess, and I am your host here to give you a piece of my mind every episode on deep and meaningful topics to me. I hope you can relate, and without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to episode three. We are back. I am can't believe I'm already on my third episode. That's super crazy. Um, but so much happened in between my second and third episode. So, you know, gotta share it. I posted my podcast on social media, which I didn't really want to do, to be honest, because I just kind of find it cringy to be like, oh, hey, look at me. But there really was no other way for people to know that this existed. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I need to get over myself. So I posted it and I'm so happy I did because now I actually have a few listeners and I can actually fulfill my purpose in this podcast, which is to connect with people and talk about the things that I talk about and just make us all feel more related to. So I wouldn't be able to do that if my podcast was just sitting on Spotify uh, with no listeners so yeah so I'm happy that I just got over myself and did it the other thing that I wanted to say about my last episode if you did happen to give it a listen I was really laughing at myself because exactly what I talked about doing in that episode holding high expectations for yourself and being too self-critical when you're used to being that way as an athlete I was doing to myself over that very episode and I was listening to it again, and I didn't like the way that I said things, and I kept thinking about how it could be better, instead of actually just appreciating what I put out there, so I'm really trusting the process here, and I know I'm going to get better as this goes, so I might as well just stop being my own biggest critic. So, today's episode, I'm really excited about this, and the topic is having off days and having anxiety about the future. (sighs) This is a big one because I actually just got home from school and had like a three-day funk and I pretty much just got out of it like yesterday and today was able to do some reflecting on the feelings that I was having and after coming to some of my conclusions, I realized I should 100% make a podcast on this because it's probably so relatable especially around this time coming home from the holidays if you're in college coming home can be weird it's a change of scenery and it can sometimes be triggering to certain things also the end of the semester can be triggering which sounds opposite or like contraindicated I don't know that's like a fucking nursing term but because you should be relaxed when you end the semester and you come home and you're like, yay, it's over. But honestly, I don't think that my mind and body knew what was happening and I like was not adapting to the state of relaxation. I was still on like high alert for like at least three or four days and I could feel it in my entire body. I was so elevated, almost as if my fight or flight system my sympathetic nervous system was on like all day long and I couldn't get out of it. And honestly, the more that I tried to get out of it, I felt like I was overwhelming myself even more because I was trying to get myself out of a state that felt so off to me 
And it made me feel like something was so wrong with me the more I had to try to get out of it and the worse it was getting. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but I just felt like I was in a cloud and I couldn't be present because I couldn't focus on anything except for my intrusive thoughts. And it was just making the whole world kind of feel blurry because I was so in my own head and just could not focus on the present moment. And this wasn't apparent to anyone else. No one else could tell that this was all going on in my head. It was just this own, my own internal feeling of being in my own world. And like I said before, it was just getting worse and worse as I was trying to force myself out of it. But I think that this is a really good lesson to learn. To validate and accept the way that you feel, even if it's not a good feeling, because this is the only way that you are going to be able to become in tune with how you need to treat your body and mind to get out of this. For me, I didn't want to spend my day laying on the couch because that just makes me feel pointless, but that's what I needed to do to rest my mind and my body and get myself out of this state of mind. And if I beat myself up for laying there like a lump on a log, which I was doing because I hate doing that, it just only amplified my anxious feelings and made me feel like everything I had to do was so hard and that I wouldn't be able to handle anything that was going to happen in my life. And that just sucks. Nobody wants to feel that way. And I also realized that because of this, I was so low energy and It was because I was draining myself so much and it was making it worse because it made me have no motivation to want to do anything and I just felt stuck and not to mention I was sick but it was a different kind of low energy at points where it was more like I knew I was just so mentally drained and the low energy was coming from all the energy that I was expending thinking about just myself and like the way I was feeling and trying to fix it and that was making me feel so exhausted and not want to do anything but the way that this made me feel worse is because it made me literally feel almost like depressed like I felt like my lack of energy was almost like a symptom of depression which it wasn't I'm not depressed but It just, everything is so amplified when you're in that state of mind. I can't explain it. You're like irrational and it just feels so out of character. And I think that something that anxiety does to you is it makes you feel isolated. It has an isolation effect that makes you feel like you are the only one feeling that way. Even if you know you're not and you know that this is a something that everyone feels like you can tell yourself that you still feel like you're the only one experiencing it and it still just feels so personal to you and I definitely struggle with this because when I'm out of it I know how much this feeling of anxiety is relatable and common but when I'm in it it just feels so deeply personal and it really removes me from reality and the ability to be present in my life Because I'm so distracted and consumed by what's racing through my head at all points of the day. And this is so frustrating because I'm aware 
of what's happening in my head, but I can't seem to feel like I can make it stop, which makes me feel out of control and then only reinforces the negative thoughts that are causing me to feel anxious. So it really becomes this vicious cycle. And I've learned about this cycle so many times in therapy, but I still can't seem to rationalize it when I'm in this state of mind. But it's that negative thoughts lead to negative feelings, which leads to negative outcomes. This is like psychology 101. I've read this in so many books, and I've also been told it a thousand times by my therapist. But it really comes down to that feeling anxious starts at the level of thoughts, and your negative thoughts make you feel worse which then actually makes your reality become off which is the feeling that I was describing earlier in this episode of feeling like I was in a cloud and I was just so anxious and couldn't be present but as soon as this becomes your reality it continues to reinforce the thoughts because you feel so off which makes you continue to spiral in these negative thoughts, which is then making you feel anxious, which is then making your reality become what it is. So it's a vicious cycle that we get stuck in when we're anxious. And it's seriously the worst feeling. And I'm able to rationally reflect on it afterwards, but I'm still struggling to get myself out of this when it happens to me. And I want to point that out because even though I'm coming on here with advice, when I'm in a rational state and I'm outside of these thoughts, I am still having a lot of trouble applying this to the actual moment that it's happening. So whenever you hear advice from someone, especially on social media, you know, take it with a grain of salt because you never know what someone else's reality is. And my reality is still quite difficult with these things but I want to come on here and share them while I'm working through them and share the things that I can kind of rationalize outside of it and hope that people can relate and we can have conversations about these things to help us all grow. So yeah I wanted to preface that before I get into some of the ways that I've been discovering this past week how to get myself out of this anxiety and how to have some excitement and hope for the future, and just recognizing that I am in a process right now, and change is not going to happen immediately. So I do have a couple points on that, but quickly before I get into those, I forgot to point out before something that I thought was so interesting and it's back to how I mentioned earlier in this episode that I got sick right when I ended the semester and came home and that was kind of wrapped up in some of my anxious, tired feelings. It's really interesting because after that happened, I talked to people about it and I'm realizing that it's actually so common to get sick when you stop doing something that demands a lot of energy from your body. So as soon as I 
stopped school and was on my way home, it was such a shock to my body that I think it was partly why I got sick. And I just thought that that's so interesting and something you should be aware of is that your body and mind are thrown off, whether it's recognizable in big ways or not, when you change something about your routine or your environment. And yeah, I just think that that's important to recognize is that you're okay. And it's always important to recognize what the trigger may be for you. And it just helps you become more aware of what your body and mind needs at that time. I came home with way too many expectations for myself of all the things that I wanted to accomplish over break. Because what I do is during the school year, I'm so wrapped up in school and running that I essentially have no time for anything else or so I feel other than my friendships and relationships. That's the only thing that I invest my time in outside of school and running. So all these things that I want to do during the school year, like read a book or work on this podcast or journal or do something that's a different hobby that makes me happy, I put on the back burner and I'm like, oh, I'll do that over break. I'll do that when I have more time. So as soon as I get home for break, I expect myself to do all of these things, which is so unrealistic because then I get caught up in spending time with my family and all the other things that are going on at home. And then I'm upset that they don't get done. And it's almost as if I created a checklist for myself, like, check, I need to read a book, check, I need to work on my podcast. Like, I just, I want to live a little bit freer and let go of these expectations. Because what I really needed when I came home from break was to just lay on my couch for a couple days, enjoy my family, be present, and I didn't need to accomplish anything. And I also needed to recover from being sick. And But I needed to recognize that sometimes that kind of day is productive for your mind and body. But I just categorize productive as actually doing something. But sometimes it's just essential to rest and give yourself days to actually do nothing. Because then when you do feel ready to start getting into your hobbies and doing the things that you've been looking forward to do over break, you're actually excited to do them and you're ready. You have the energy to put into these things and you don't feel like you're just drained. So I'm trying to take the pressure off myself and just live a little bit freer. And this is about to tie right into some of the advice that I have for getting anxious because not having high expectations, not having a to-do list, and allowing yourself to take a break and rest allows us to slow down. And this is the foundation of helping your anxiety. Slowing down. Slowing down that spiral, bringing yourself back to positive thoughts, Because like I said before, the positive thoughts are the start of the vicious cycle. When we can go back to the level of thoughts and make them genuinely positive, then it impacts how we feel 
and then it impacts our reality. What we think and believe is what we're going to end up manifesting to be real in our life. So it's not even worth it to think negatively because you're only going to make yourself feel anxious and then you're only going to make those negative thoughts and feelings become your reality. So I'm realizing that I need to start stopping myself at the level of thoughts so that I can slow down and allow myself to think positive thoughts, to drive positive feelings, and to create positive outcomes. And the beautiful thing is that this cycle can work in a positive way. So recognizing this, that you are stuck in a negative cycle, can help you realize that If you can get yourself in a negative cycle, you can get yourself in a positive cycle and you can keep that positive cycle going. And the way that I want to try to do this for myself in my life, because this is something that I have not figured out how to truly apply to my life, but I want to openly work on it on through this podcast. But I want to start creating these positive experiences for myself by just leaning into what feels good. And I had a huge revelation about this in therapy, which I want to share in detail at the end of this podcast. I kind of want to get into it after I say one more thing. So I'm going to hold this thought for the end where I'll reveal kind of what really clicked with me and what I want to take with me into the new year. But I just think that this is a helpful way to start shifting towards positive thoughts by leaning into positive feelings and hopefully just keeping that positive cycle moving in a good direction. And obviously, those negative thoughts are going to come. Um, But this is just a good way to kind of lean into feeling good, allow yourself to feel good. And that leads me into the last point I want to make. Going back to the importance of slowing down in order to help your anxiety. Often when I'm overwhelmed and moving at a high frequency and thinking and spiraling, I don't feel like myself. I feel like not me. And I kind of talked about this in the beginning, but you get so overwhelmed with that feeling of not feeling like yourself and just wanting to fix it and it feels so wrong that it continues to amplify what you feel and it also invalidates the way that you feel because you're not having any compassion for yourself when you're just telling yourself this is wrong this isn't me I need to fix this I need to fix this I need to fix this and that just won't stop going through your head so I just want to forgive myself and The way I'm going to do that is by slowing down and understanding what's happening in my head and forgiving myself for that and having compassion for myself. You know, maybe there's something going on in my life that's really hard or really stressful. And, you know, it makes sense that I'm anxious. It makes sense that I feel this way. And when you can come down and rationalize that, it just allows you to have compassion for that felt experience that you're having. And not 
elevate your anxiety even more by feeding into the negative thoughts and the negative cycle by just thinking this isn't me and feeling like this is so wrong and you're just feeding the cycle but it all comes down to slowing down and being able to come back to a place where you can think rationally. Okay, so this finally leads me to the revelation that I feel like I had this week in therapy and it just clicked in me so much and I hope that it can help somebody but I kind of realized that this message has kind of been integrated throughout this entire podcast so I'm slightly going to be repeating myself but this will be a good way to wrap up the episode and kind of summarize um, what I've been talking about this whole time. But the revelation is that I am so focused on fixing my anxiety and that is making my anxiety worse because like we've been saying this whole episode, I'm feeding a negative cycle, trying to fix it, trying to make something right that is wrong, but it's completely making it worse, and draining me. So I have decided that I'm not focusing on how to fix my anxiety anymore. I'm not even going to try to fix it. I am going to grow my positive energy and positive thoughts because by feeding all of my energy into how to fix my anxiety... I'm giving all of my energy to the anxious thoughts and the negative stories that I keep telling myself. And it's only reinforcing my anxiety. It's focusing all of my energy on the anxiety itself. Instead, I want to feed my energy into what I want to grow. My therapist always says this line to me, feed what you want to grow. Give your energy to what you want for yourself, not what you don't want for yourself. And it's so easy to focus on the things that you don't like because you want to find a solution and you want to fix it. But what if redirecting your thoughts and your energy to something more positive just kept growing positive stories and slowly, without even doing anything to fix the negative thing, you just simply started to forget and release all this negative thinking and anxiety because the positive stories that you're telling yourself just make you feel so good that you just keep doing them and you're just growing the positive feelings and growing the positive thinking because it feels so good and we all want to feel good. So clearly you can tell I'm passionate about this but I really want to apply this philosophy to my life because I focus so much on what do I need to fix what do I need to get better but tied to living more freely is just leaning into what feels good and not overthinking it I waste so much energy focusing on things that I have to fix but what if I just let it all go and started focusing on feeling good opening up more to allow for positive growth and creative opportunities to come in my life and just stopped worrying. I just want to choose the best version of myself because that's what's going to make me feel good. 
And yeah, keep picking the version that you want to be. I clearly am very passionate about all of this. And I just really hope that it resonated with somebody. This is kind of really right where I'm at in my journey with mental health and anxiety. And these are kind of some of the revelations that I've come to that I think are really going to help me and already have started to help me in just such a short time. So I'm really going to work on trying to stick to these things and podcasting about it and sharing it and hopefully talking about it with some of the people that listen will only help us all apply these things to our life and feel better. So thank you so much if you have listened to this full episode of me going on and on about these things. I thank you so much. This was a fun episode to do because it's really helping me. So thank you and I hope to see you again on Peace of Mind. Peace of Mind.